So welcome everyone to today's segment of the daily podcast with Joyce. So what do we have today? We have, uh, we begin this book of Jeremiah. So in the first chapter, the prophet raises grievance against the people's habitual violations of the covenant and urge them to repentance and conversion. I read this from my commentary in the Bible. So who do we have here? We have the people of Israel who have uh, broken their covenant relationship, which is their spousal relationship with God and gone after idols. Uh, now, what, what does, uh, so the prophet uh, Jeremiah uh, comes, brings in, he's like, it's like a lawsuit. And it's very interesting, the whole uh, the whole way, the layout of this passage, because uh, it, it appears as a lawsuit. And in this lawsuit, um, later in the, in the reading, you have the calling upon of the powers of nature to be as witnesses. So in the beginning, there's this written uh, redactor's intro, which is like putting down in writing, put it there. And then God, what, what God says, go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem. So he's calling this assembly, come, listen, this is me, and I want I want to bring this lawsuit against Israel. Why? Because it's just like a, a marriage covenant, no? So when someone breaks a covenant, what, what happens? You have to go, you have to do lots of legal um, yeah, documentation, and then you've got to appear before the judge. So this is like a uh, we've broke. They've broken away from this relationship with God, and so now God is saying, "Come, let's appear in court, and uh, let's just just have it out. Let's present our case before the powers of nature." And in this case, in verse uh, where is this? Yeah, in verse twelve, he says, "Be appalled, O heavens!" So that's like calling upon all the witnesses. Come, listen. Just, just look at these people. The, this was a relationship that I had with them, a, a marriage covenant, so to speak. Like it's also presented in the in the book of Hosea, where Hosea is asked to marry this this prostitute woman, and he marries her, and and it's it's a parallel to similarly Israel's wandering away from the God who whom they were espoused to and and then following after other gods it's like taking up other lovers just like uh hosea's wife and i and if you look at it it seems so nice and beautiful to look at the story you know israel and all that but i but we need to bring that into our own lives today how is this made relevant to me if if god were to call an assembly because i am personally uh, in a covenant relationship with my God, the moment I, I receive that sign of the cross and baptism, I have become, I am united with God. God is my spouse. Have I betrayed my God through my actions? Now, yeah, interestingly, it moves on to, uh, it says, no, I remember the devotion of your youth. I remember your love as a bride. You know, you know, the first time when we came to the Lord, we were like so excited, oh, like, um, and excited and praying uh, and reading scripture and pouring over scripture. And then what happened? So God says, I will rem I remember, I remember how passionate you were 
and and I, I look I'm suddenly thinking of this revelation no revelations I think it's in two two it says you're neither hot nor cold and it's like God wants wants to like just belch us out of his system oh I dread to think of what God would if it got were face to face with me what would he tell me today how is my life as as I present myself to God and the what comes about here is the word has said which defines the relationship between Yahweh and Israel at the time of Exodus now what is this has said and again look at it in my life what how is my relationship with God is a mutual faithful merciful love made concrete in the covenant it's mutual that means not only god being faithful to me because every time i go and i say my novenas god is faithful by the way today is it's in ignatius novena starts yay oh sorry for the digression yeah but yeah so god is faithful he answers my prayers but how about me is is this is this relationship mutual am i exhibiting merciful love am i showing uh, my faithfulness to god through my actions and again actions there is a difference between the, um, the uh, that will come in the in the in the gospel today about our actions and esoteric and exoteric which i'll explain again uh, in in when I, when i come there but basically here it's god presenting his case and he said israel was holy to the lord the first fruits of his harvest but all who ate of it became guilty and evil came upon them so you enjoyed my first fruits i blessed you you enjoyed it and then what happened you turned away you turned away from me and it moves on to uh they did not but when you came you in you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination those who handled the law did not know me the rulers transgressed against me and the prophets prophesied by by bal and in this it it just talks about very strong language here no lots of lots of uh, emotion here it talks about defilement it talks about uh, abomination they've made they've defiled my land how are we defiling god's land today i mean the very explicitly its nature the things that i do my my lifestyle every every piece of garbage that i throw in would be an abomination that's just interpreting it one way but think about how, how in how many ways are we are we are we bringing this defilement to god's own household every time we go and we receive even uh the spiritual communion how prepared i am i in my soul and in my spirit this is my the temple i am the temple of the holy spirit how have i defiled my temple with things of the world with influences of the world with with my own thoughts and my own scheming plans to co- constantly upgrade my lifestyle constantly upgrade my uh my my yeah my dip, my dick my certificates do this do that buy this buy that oh i've got this now i need to upgrade my status in society 
this is this is uh, we need to really think about this because then the time will come and it's too late and god says i gave you so much i give you so, and then and then he calls upon in verse 12 he calls upon the heavens and he says and this is very again very typical of lawsuit language oh heavens it is be shocked and the language you know it's like be shocked be utterly desolate says the lord for my people have committed two evils and what are the two evils one they have forsaken me the fountain of living waters and who is living water they've this they jesus came and he says i am the living water and he says they have they have forsaken me the fountain of living waters and hewed out cisterns for themselves broken cisterns that can hold no water so jeremiah uses this beautiful um uh, imagery by these broken cisterns define what the, it defines the futility of foreign alliances because the cisterns they dug out to to hold water but then it says these are all broken it will not it 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 will not sustain you and who is the cistern that will sustain you it's jesus and then if we look at the at the gospel of matthew here today what is presented very quickly when the disciples asked you no why came to him and said why do you speak to them in parables and then he says to you it has been given so he makes this two this, this classic distinction between two hearers one are people who just hear and the other people and that that that's the difference between the esoteric listener and the exoteric listener so esoteric is essence is inner spirit exoteric would be the outer material the in the esoteric would be the why of my action why do i do what i do the exoteric would be the the who the what the when the where the yeah of my action so like say for instance if i am a if i am a maid in a helper in someone's house i can do a lot of work and these are all the actions all the form so i can i can tell uh, my boss my employer okay i've done i've used this chemical and all that to clean up so i can present very precisely what i have done but it's all just limited to very yeah the work is done yes but when i do it the esoteric would be where i put my spirit and my soul into it some one person comes to my mind as florence nightingale this nurse here she was called the lady with the lamp so why was she so different during the time of war of the war because she had the heart so she was called the lady with the lamp so she she set herself apart from the other nurses because the other nurses did their jobs as an obligation for as she did the, did her job with spirit she had that spirit she ha- and they knew that she cared so today the question mark is how are my actions am i doing any actions in the first place what are where am i serving because if i'm not serving and i'm only i'm only looking at my own needs my own wants my own family and i'm not looking outside of my family woe is me if i'm not serving my community woe is me because there's no actions to justify what i've done when i go to heaven 
I need to look beyond myself. And again, I speak to myself here. Look beyond myself. And then look into my actions. There's so many people in church. So many people doing so much of services. We are in this in this society. We are in this uh, uh, um, migrant movement. We are in this. We are in that. So many things we are doing. But then again, the distinction between esoteric esoteric and exoteric I can be doing a lot of things but where is my heart where's that where is that is my spirit the essence of my spirit because that's where that's where God sees he doesn't look at what I do he looks at my spirit because it all comes to naught if I am just if if my service is just exoteric this is frightening but at the same time it's it's so good for us. This wake-up call is so good because Jesus wants us to turn to him and to who, who's the best person to give. And it's the Lord himself. The Spirit will come and help us to change our actions and make it more meaningful. So, yeah, let's go with this passion and this, this desire to change. Amen.